I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and welcome to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach new personal and professional goals. Hello, everyone. Today is May 25th, 2023, and I'm so glad that you're joining me for another podcast. Now, today, I want to talk to you about the fact that it is time to realize that you are enough. So can you say that in the first person? I am enough. Now, I recently gave a interview and the whole entire interview was about imposter. And it was about looking at our lives as entrepreneurs and many in my circles, many of my entrepreneurs are women. So looking at what we experience and you cannot talk about success and perseverance in entrepreneurship if you don't talk about imposter that we all sometimes struggle with men and women. Imposter simply says, even if I am in a given place, do I really belong here? Imposter says that even if you gave it your all, even if you failed, that you weren't good at it anyways. Imposter says your best days were behind you. Imposter says you fell or you have fallen, so you might as well quit. Imposter says your dream maybe is for someone else. That's what imposter says. And can I tell you something? I got an A in what I call DMU, Doormat University, when I think about my earliest times in college, before I developed my confidence, before I realized that I absolutely was enough and that my voice did matter, I did not have a wonderful self-view. I did not believe that I was beautiful and valuable. I actually believed, you know, that I would be someone that would be in the background because, quite frankly, I never had an experience in certain circumstances or circles where, in my formative years, I was considered the most beautiful individual. Or I was called beautiful. If anything, what I do recall is aspects of colorism, um, you know, hairism, you know, your hair is too curly, it's not straight. 
And anyhow, when you have different experiences, they truly do impact how you see yourself and how you allow others to treat you. And I cannot tell you the countless individuals I coach loyal to their families, committed to their jobs, and dedicated to their responsibilities. Many of them are givers who think about their desires as the last possible option. And usually with a box of Kleenex, we talk about missed dreams, missed opportunities, resentment about being poorly compensated, and the sense of lethargy that comes from not leading the best versions of our lives. Now, I decided 2023 was going to be the year where for me, things were going to be unrecognizable because as you get older and you know, it's funny, I was talking to a group of ladies and I was saying, you know, it's so interesting that after you hit 32, 35, 40, 50 or whatever the age may be, somehow you start to be told that your dreams and goals, basically, you can make them, but don't think too big because, I mean, after all, you know, you're at this part of your life. And other times we may have gone through things that we didn't ask for, right? So there are some individuals that I may have coached that went through divorce. There are some that went through a disease and having to deal with the medical trauma of that. There are some that went through, you know, devastation and didn't plan for that or maybe a lost one. And so, Things will happen to us. It rains on us all. And sometimes instead of just looking at things objectively, we might absorb what has happened and tell ourselves that we are what's happened to us. And I know that that may not make sense, but actually we can also use those moments as our greatest teachers. And you know, Today I was really thinking about the formative years and how important these formative years are. I've talked about it. I have researched about it. I have talked to scores and scores of students about it, experts about it. And hands down, if you were to look at the biggest milestones in your life that were painful, they could have stopped you dead in your tracks, even as a business owner. But guess what? Sometimes we can use those terrible things or traumatic things to fuel us. In my case, I sat and I thought about it because Father's Day is coming up. And as much as I desired a close relationship with my own father, I just did not have one, right? My parents didn't stay together. And for the longest time, I just really wanted that father-daughter bond. Not only that, but something happens when you even have a slight glimpse of someone that you really want to be connected to that really does not want that connection. So I spent many, many years struggling with worth. Am I enough? Even if I'm successful, am I enough? And I confused that poor relationship with not celebrating things, not being excited about things, just kind of having low expectations of people. And the reason why I share that right before Father's Day is about to come is because I know that we have so many millions of people with strained relationships. 
And not only that, we have struggling families. Not only that, we have, I think, an interesting state of mind that our nation in the United States is in, in terms of just people fighting to make it on a day-to-day basis, fighting to feel okay, fighting not to feel overwhelmed, fighting to keep their business above water, trying to understand and navigate all the stuff on technology, with social media, with closing leads, with meeting people. And if we're not careful, it's so easy to feel like nothing matters and why and just to have a very, very limited view of what's possible. And so, I bring all that up to remind you that you are still valuable. You are still worthy, no matter what has happened in your life, you are still capable. And can I even say sometimes you have to part with what no longer works for you? Like, I don't know about you, but it's very hard for me to sit in a room where there's an elephant in the room and everybody's just sitting around it like nothing is happening. Everybody's just kind of tiptoeing away. I could, what I can love about Yonla Benzant when she had her Fix My Life show is that she would have those kitchen table conversations and the biggest issues of the family or the relationship would be in the room, but people would be sipping tea or, or, you know, in that initial meeting until she breaks the ice and says, Hey, there's a big elephant in the room that we can't keep ignoring. We can't keep laughing at jokes while the big elephant is in the room. And I think that the beautiful part about being mature is that you really do get to a place where you realize your no is pretty firm and it's quicker than it used to be. I know that's the case for me. Like, I don't have any more time to have what I call gray moments. These are moments where you are, you know, going through the motions of your day, going through the motions of your business, and you're just going through the motions. I mean... What would it be like for you if you woke up, but you had the sense of vibrancy, a sense of purpose, a sense of um, joy, looking forward to things that you are going to be doing? The worst thing that we can do is either be stuck in our successes from five years ago or stuck in a situation where we're only dreaming and not doing. It's really difficult. I mean, we really have to find a great balance. So I want to get back to the point of what I talked about with Doormat University which is that we can no longer sit by and sit on the edge of our dream if we want to really have a transformed life. And so, and it's funny because not everything is an investment of money. Sometimes it's an investment of your time, just showing up for you for once. We don't want to lose any more missed dreams. We don't want to lose any more opportunities to lead an exciting life. And we definitely want to be energized. So I was a giver. I was someone who would spend countless hours, you know, in my formative years, even in my early years of college, advising people and being a giver. I spent so many times being a giver. And there's nothing wrong with that, but what does that do? I ended up attracting a lot of takers. 
And I know many of you can relate to this because I coach so many of you and you know who you are. But because I had that mode of, I'll teach all day until they'll get it. I'll be a giver all day until they get it. I rarely would stop and think of me. I mean, I still remember times, even as a teacher, I would teach from 8 a.m. all the way to 10 p.m. And maybe, and I think in between there at times, as I wrote in my book, Tomorrow Can't Wait, I would, instead of eating a, you know, a well-to-do lunch, I was having cookies in between and just trying to get through the day and think of my students. Well, that wasn't good. So don't do that. If you find that you are working all day long, 14-hour days, and you haven't sat down to have a a balanced meal, or you haven't had sat down to just drink a cup of water, that is not taking care of yourself in the midst of doing your passion of serving others. So I had to really sit down this year and have a personal dialogue with myself to ensure that I'm taking care of myself. And in those formative years, I call it doormat university. You know, it's kind of like nobody was purposefully taking advantage of me. But because I, at that time, because I had such a limited view of self, I w- didn't value my time. And so I want to just say to all of you out there who are new to entrepreneurship, you know, you're the server, you're the giver, you're the ex-teacher. This could be your moment to finally say, hold up. Let me finally take care of me. Let me sit down and drink a glass of this fresh water. Let me sit down and schedule visits with my doctor and or go to a mental health professional or take a moment at the park. I mean, this is about you finally leading a vibrant life. So it took me many years to actualize self-acceptance and to also allow individuals to be who they are without my need to rescue them. Boom. Wow, that's huge. I mean, it took me time to realize, look, some people may need your help, but just may not want it. And they may not even want it from you. And that's okay. And I had to learn to come to a place where I recognized just like you wouldn't give a pearl to, you know, a dog, right? You have something so valuable and you have to protect what you consider to be valuable. And in a lot of cases with new entrepreneurs, it's your ideation, it's your authenticity, it's who you are. So we show people how to treat us. And one of the things that we can do is it's not always in what people say. It's also in what they don't say. It's also in how they don't treat you. You want to pay attention to those things. Because in fact, just because you are not someone on a notable picture screen or you are not someone on a, on a you know popular magazine does not make you any less valuable than those people. And you have to believe that. You have to wake up being excited to be you. You have to look in the mirror and smile at yourself. But when we look at why entrepreneurs struggle with burnout or alcoholism, some cases suicidal thoughts, it's because somewhere along the way, sometimes we might feel like we're just losing ourselves. Or we're stuck in a pickle and we can't get out of it. And I have been there. 
And part of that journey I shared with you back in January about me taking that long journey from Boston to New York to D.C. to North Carolina to Atlanta and then to Tennessee really was about me stepping in for me. Look, life is going to happen. We're not promised tomorrow, right? And so it's kind of like, if you know that, what would you still regret? What would you still regret if you knew you weren't going to be here on the planet next week? And there are some dreams that I do think, you know, you do have to scratch off the list. Like, yes, you know, uh, no, at this stage, I'm not going to be a a gymnastic uh, Olympian. (laughs) Not that I'm interested in that, but, you know, you have to pick the things that you believe are doable, but still bring you joy and go after them. So one of the interesting things is that, like, last month, I was like, Alana, you have always loved Zumba. You've always loved dance. You've always loved movement. I double dare you to go ahead and get your Zumba license. And guess what, guys? I completed my Zumba license, and I have had so much fun dancing to merengue and salsa and Afrobeats and hip-hop and house music. It has been so much fun. So when you decide that you are enough, when you decide that you are valuable, when you decide to no longer live in gray, you're going to see so differently. Like I want you to go and find a video on YouTube or TikTok where you can see that doctors have used technology to maybe help someone who couldn't see, see. And when they are, when they're able to open their eyes and see the colors and see, and just actually see what they've envisioned, but actually see it, it's amazing to look at the awe in their face. Imagine if you could wake up in your lived reality feeling so vibrant. Like I cannot tell you how this journey from January to now has allowed me to grow in so many ways. I mean, I will say that, like, I've been more patient with myself. I've been able to really say, hmm, where do I need the most support? What areas do I really need to focus on? And I've also been able to close doors on things that needed to be closed. Close doors on dead-end situations, Closed doors on chapters, closed doors on things or failures, so that I can open new doors. And to see these new doors opening has felt amazing. And when you realize that your time is valuable, that you are valuable, that who you are just in nature is so unique, your perspective of everything will change. We learn that we can see how people view us by how we allow them to treat us. Only being a giver in relationships, expecting nothing in return, only sets us up for a one-sided condition that often leads us to having indifferent relationships. And as we age, it is important to see that indifference isn't necessarily a good thing either. 
because I want to be around people rooting for my success. Now, everyone may not understand your passion, but basic tenets of relationships can be used as a gauge to understand their dynamics. Building our lives from a balanced place allows us to have joy from the duality of proper treatment, encouragement, and self-disclosure. Relationships are built on trust, respect, care, and patience. Now, I want to ask you this question. Look at your experiences. Look at your life. Look at those that influence your life. Look at the things that have happened in your life. Look at how you have been treated in life. And should you find anywhere where there has been discontentment, just check it out, right? And so it's funny because we can all think or think of a time where maybe we had something, a product that was new, or maybe we had an, a used car, or maybe we had some item, and maybe that item gently broke, but we knew how to fix it even though it was broken. Well, there are some things or some things in our lives that have happened that have been broken for quite some time. And sometimes we just get used to it. Like, you know, you ever gotten to a used car and the guy goes, come in. Uh, all you got to do is hit the door three times, then you jerk it a little bit, and then the window will come down. <laughs> well, in the same way, there are elements of our behaviors that we need to be able to shift. There are elements of what we have maybe not paid attention to that we need to pay attention to. And we can't be afraid to face our own truth with it. You know, like how long can you allow someone to keep taking from you until you keep feeling resentful and then angry? How long can you keep creating product that you never sell? How long can you keep doing what you're doing without feeling that full colorful joy that you did when you were like a little kid? I think if we are really honest with ourselves and take the time to realize how valuable we are, we would have a lot more peace in our nation. We would have a lot more people, I think, feeling joyful. And we would also have the younger generation feeling hopeful because they are also going through a really interesting time. I mean, they just came out of COVID. They just came out of, you know having to be home for so long. And I can tell you as a professor, my students, like when the term opened and we were back to normal, if they could do a cartwheel and a flip back to that classroom, they would have. So that's the kind of jubilance I believe that you can have where you wake up and you're like, all right, everything in my life is not perfect, but I know I'm valuable. I may have gone through a divorce, I might be struggling with weight loss. I may be struggling to just dream again, to get myself out of depression. Whatever it might be, I want to give you this podcast today to just take a moment to give yourself a chance to reignite yourself. Because you really do matter. This is your time. This is your moment. Nothing can stop you and nothing can hold you. This is your season. 
Now, today's podcast is going to be a little longer because I want to tie you in to a discussion I had with some members of my tribe. So listen up. But I'm on my way to Georgia this year. So I'm really excited. What brought me on was that Dr. Iyala reached out to me and we had a conversation that was so electrifying and just, I can just feel the love and the connection. And I'm just so happy to be here to bring value and to serve and also support everyone else too. So thank you. So happy to see you, Sandra. Good morning, everyone. Um, I am from Annapolis, Maryland, and um, I am excited to be here. Likewise, had a conversation, and um, we probably would have been on the phone all night had she not hung up. <laughs> so, um, and I'm all about strategy, and so I, I don't believe it was a coincidence um, that that happened. And so, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, Sandra, Sharon. Good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I'm Sharon Mendes. I'm from Boston. I was introduced. Um, I'm actually in the book club. And my girlfriend and business partner, Janetta Campbell-Welsh, invited me. And that's how I got connected. And Dr. Alana called me. And the energy and the love, it, it's contagious. So. <laughs> Good to see you. Um, Evangeline. Well, good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Evangeline. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I connected with Dr. Alana with uh, the Lions Den um, ministry that we're connected with. And um, we, I mean, immediately, we just felt like we were kindred um, friends. And so I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my desire this year is to build and grow within myself and all the things that God has for me. So this I'm is so happy I'm you're here. So nice Thank to meet you. you. Hi, April. Good morning. Good morning. How are well, you? I, I just got introduced to Dr. Alana through Daniel's Den. So excited to be here. But I must say, I am still here because of Sandra Cheney. So we'll talk about that a little later, but uh, my business, and I'm in my pajamas. I'm sorry because I am literally just taking my Christmas decorations down. That's okay. So um, I decided that pajamas or not, I was going to be here this morning. And so I'm interested in uh, moving forward. Um, it, I, I don't really consider this a business because um, Angel's Haven is not a business, but it's uh, we'll talk more about it because I know you. I, I'm going to be obedient. You did say that we'll talk more about um, while we're here, but I just praise God for this opportunity. Looking forward uh, to everything in 2022. Yeah. And, and Ms. Cheney, it is so good to see you. Thank you. That is so beautiful that you guys know each other. Well, oh, and I'm in Maryland. Sorry, Columbia, Maryland. <laughs> wow, that is no, that really isn't any coincidence. I didn't even know you guys knew each other. But I also want to say something to encourage you, April. Did you know that in Asia, one of the signs of prosperity was for people to wear pajamas. And so what happened was that they would wear pajamas um, certain times of the day to prove that, you know, they were so wealthy, they didn't necessarily need to wear um, professional clothes. So people started wearing pajamas all day 
when they went out and stuff like that to show that they were of a higher class. Just to let you know so you wouldn't feel bad. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I needed that. <laughs> Hi, Frank. How are you in your car? Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can. I hope you, you're staying safe while you drive and talk. So go for so it. So I am. I, I just parked. Um, I'm multitasking. I'm on the way back to the house as soon as I run this quick errand. Got but, it. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Frank. Um, and so I live in Atlanta and I met Dr. Alana just by reading her post from the Lions Den. I mean, the Daniels Den. Um, yeah. And so and growing in technology and social media is it has become one of my goals because it's not something that I do a lot. And so even though I use social media, I don't know how to use it to my advantage. Let's say that. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm here today. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. And thank you and welcome. Frank. And I used to live in Atlanta. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yep. So Atlanta in the place. And I want to make sure I didn't miss any. Hi, Felita. And Chelsea, I see you. So why don't you go for it? Yes. Hi. Um, hello, everyone. Good morning. My name is Chelsea. I, too, am in my pajamas. Sorry about that. But good to know about the prosperity part of it. It's good to know April <laughs> and you. But yes, um, uh, it's been busy. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me. Uh, I'd love to learn. And that's what I plan to do in 2022. Learn and grow. Thank you so much. So good to see you. And then, Felita, if you want to say hi, go for it. I don't know if you're still there, if you can hear me. Okay, so maybe she'll come back around. But everybody else, um, April, she says, good morning. I'm sorry, I couldn't get in. Okay, April, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, did you want to say? Oh, that's you. Okay, well, so we saw everybody. All right, so I'm going to switch gears. But I just want you to know that um, how many of you, when you first met me, whether it was through a post or on a phone call, you could feel how authentic I was when I talked to you on the phone, or even if you read something, how many of you felt that, oh my goodness, this person is like being real with me. And I just want you to know, even today, my goal, because this is a big problem. So first I'm going to introduce myself because you may not know who I am or my credibility, but I am an expert and a go-to person here in the country and in Boston. I was one of the first responders when COVID hit my company helped a lot of small businesses pivot and, and pivot online. And I really was concerned about our communities of women business owners, our, our minority business, because how many, only 8% of the, of the loans <coughs> that went out to um, small business owners what, went to minority communities and women businesses. And, and I just said to my, and, it, and really why we're having this meeting and why I decided to shift how I do businesses. I was sitting in this room where they were, I was in one room where one woman was crying her eyes out. Like she had to close down her restaurant. She was going through. And I was in another meeting literally an hour later where they were saying there was $35 million available to people in the country for different things. And I was looking up like, well, where is it going? <laughs> Cause it's definitely not gone. What made me realize Yes, I'm a successful business owner myself. I don't have to do this, but I said, there's no way in 2022, I'm not going to see my sister. I'm not going to see my brother and sit here and just be like, oh, well, no, I was like, mm -mm, I don't care what I got to do to shift my schedule or change things. But if I have the energy and if I have the wherewithal, I'm going to bring as many 
people up this mountain with me. So how many of you guys like that? I just said to myself, so whenever I reach out, it, there's no, I don't have any back motivation other than when I invited you, it was sincerely to say, I'm going to, today, I'm going to pour my heart out. I'm going to talk to you about what pragmatic steps you can take today so that people not only can access you, but access all of you. You have an ecosystem around you. So many of you are, you know, you've written books or you have a service like you're, you know, you have a, um, a VA in, uh, agency or you have a lot. And what most people tell you and what most technology programs today will tell you is opt into this system until I keep funneling you up until you just keep investing. But they're not really looking at, I mean, how many of you, I just want you, am I keeping it real or not? But they're not really telling you that you have an ecosystem where you can have multiple streams of income coming to you as you build, because what I learned when people come to me and my company, Turning on the Lights Global is, what I learned was that most people are told you can't do that. There's no way you can have these tri this triad approach and you should just focus on this one thing. Completely, I don't believe that. And, and the last person that spoke to me, I said, that's it. I'm paying myself to work in my company full time. I need to figure out how to become a six figure earner. Somebody, if that's, if that's what you would dream to be, put that in the chat box. Yes, I want to be a six figure earner. So today, I'm not going to hold back when I share with you my story. If you guys give me permission, I would like to, um, because I want to. It's not to show off, it's really to encourage you to know that I've been there and I can tell you, you know, today, I have served, goodness, we have given more than 23,000 hours of leadership and building people's businesses of all kinds of, all, right? But in the beginning, I just remember someone saying to me, you make the most in our department. And because it's you, our director doesn't like it. So now you're going to have to go from working full time to less than eight hours a month. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, I need to do something because I need to pay my bills. How many of you guys can relate? I got to pay my bills and I have a passion, but I can't be speaking for free all day. And I can't be writing books all day that don't sell. And I can't be creating courses all day. And I don't know about you, but I, from everyone I've talked to, you have a, the some of us have the biggest hearts and then we're not paid or compensated the way that we're supposed to. So the day I decided that everything was going to change was I said, that's it. I'm tired of only having a business card. I want to have a real business. And there is a difference. We want to be able to, you know, so sometimes people are afraid of talking about money because they're like, oh, no, I just want to talk about my passion. Well, as my husband says, hope don't pay the bills. <laughs> right. So at some point, you kind of get to a place where you want to develop your strategy and you want to come to a place of revenue. And today, my number one goal is to share with you how I went from zero dollars to making six figures in my business without Facebook ads, without a loan from a bank. And I paid $70,000 cash of debt. I just want y'all to know that it is possible. Like it was tough though. So I just need to tell y'all it was not, it, it really wasn't easy. Like the day I told Hubster, I'm not taking a full-time job. I'm going to start my business. He was looking at me like, well, what's your plan? And and what I noticed, so if you have people in your family that, you know, you've been working on something and maybe people don't really see what you see, don't let that stop you. You just have to show up consistently in your business until you start seeing results. So for me, when we started, I just got to give you this picture first. I had a dollar store table. I'm, I, I hope this helps because I'm being as real as I can. 
So I had just came back from living in Europe with my husband. We both had really great jobs, blah, blah, blah. We came back to Boston, one of the most expensive cities, as you guys know, and it was tough. It was so tough that my friends that I usually would spend time with like at luxury dinners and things like that, I literally had to call them and was like, I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't, you know, go out and eat with you like that. I have a dream that I'm working on. They were like, what are you talking about? So I just want you to know that there were these moments where I had to decide to take my business to another level. And so I just want to know how many of y'all are still with me? Am I like talking? I'm looking at the chat box. Okay, good. I see. Yes. I want to be a six figure earner. So I'm going to um, stop sharing. So I have, make sure you got your notes. We got their notebooks, notes, pens, whatever, because I'm going to share. So give me a second so I can share my screen. And um, there we go. So I'm giving away um, some awards today too, just for you showing up and taking uh, taking notes and things like that. So take a as you're watching this, take a selfie if you like. Um, we have a group in Facebook called IWBCC if you're not a part of it, but that's our tribe of leaders, experts, entrepreneurs. I'm always posting things in there. And also if you want, here's my email. So I don't funnel people all, but I, I will go back to that later. Again, I love helping leaders and entrepreneurs. I'm an author of these four books, actually six, there's two not listed here. And, um, and I'm just going to start because I feel like that's why you came. So I want you to number one, whatever you're doing to think about how you can build your online credibility. So think of it, 87% of shoppers today use e-commerce. 1.92 billion people will buy something online in 2019. So that's a statistic from 2019 that doubled once the pandemic hit. But look at this number three, only 26% of the small business market has tried to create either their own online e-commerce store or any other thing like a, like a digital course, et cetera. And then 72% of e-commerce will take place on a mobile device. So you have to think if you're number three, if only 26% of the small business market is using any form of online, now I'm not talking about social media, like you, you being on those platforms, but using it for business, only 26% of um, small business owners are using it. That's a big opportunity. So the first thing you wanna think about is maybe having captivating short videos that um, align with your brand, that do things like use movement, that target your particular demographic. So let me just talk about that. So when you are establishing online credibility, a lot of times we only, nowadays people think I need to have a website, but that's not enough today. You need to have something, I call it a triad approach in your website. That means that your website can no longer be where you have static information. So stat a static website is the kind of uh, site that was much more user-friendly back in the late 90s and early 2000s, because all you had to have was like your product or your service and description. Nowadays, you want something that has responsive design. So definitely you want to have a solid landing page. You want to tell the story of your business. You have so many of you have, um, whether you're a nonprofit or you're, you're an, uh, uh, you have many multiple services or products, you cannot forget that people are relying on the digital story that you tell. And so the first thing they're going to do, well, I'll ask you, I mean, just in the chat box, when you met me, whether it's in the lion's den or somewhere else, how many of you put my name in Google when you first 
anybody or, or did you did you did you look at my instagram <laughs> most people will do that they'll either look at your instagram or they're going to look at your website so here's my question before you make a purchase on the internet what are some of the things you do before you do it put it on in the chat box what are some of the things that you do and how many times do you visit that site and i'll just wait till you put Okay, Sanj said she looked at my website and she looked at IG. Yep, she Viviana says she searched in Google. Yep, research on LinkedIn. Yep. Um, one time, it's a funny story. Uh, one time, this woman, I was telling somebody that um, she was talking to me and she didn't tell me till like three years later because she was she finished coaching with me and things like that. But she said, you don't really understand what happened when I first met you. I said, I, I don't. And she said, well, when you were talking to me and my husband was in the same room, but you couldn't see him and he was in the corner looking you up. And I had my, I also had my sister in Florida looking you up. And I said, okay, I, I was like, you got to do that these days because you want to make sure that when you're engaging with people or you know that they don't just look the part, but they really are who they say they are. And it's the same way about you. So I already know, like talking to you guys, you guys are amazing, but other people may not know how amazing you are just by looking you up. So it's kind of like, you know, I love um, Evangeline's um, pralines. She makes these amazing pralines and she has another business, but it's like, um, you know, I want people to know all of the story of the pralines, right? So it's kind of like, cause she has something so special. And I know that Chelsea has a virtual assistance business, right, Chelsea? But it's not enough for her to have, a, I'm just calling y'all out like I know you, but it's not enough for her to have a website presence. People need to know that the digital assets and the digital value that Chelsea will bring. Because look, I want y'all to write this in the chat box. There are millions of people looking for solutions. So why not let them find me? Millions. And I'm not just talking about like, if you have a service like Donetta, you have a whole lot that you're offering to people. So I want, I want, I want Donetta to be that information highway where people come from whichever angle they come. They come to a meeting place and the core story of her brand is as strong as it can be. I don't want them to just say, oh, she has, she's an author of this book and oh, she's doing this. I want them to see the entire ecosystem. The same way with April, my goodness, domestic violence, how many people, men and women, haven't been impacted by domestic violence. So I'm seeing a whole lot. She has to think about her core message, who she really wants to serve. And I just decided when I was meeting people, they're like, Alana, you know, you want to give too much and, you know, it's all about money. And I'm like, no, I'm not driven by money. I'm driven by purpose. And I believe that when you show up in your authentic truth, that God or whoever you lean to is going to bring you the right people in your pathway and your, your gifts really do make room to, for you. So I need to tell you that that was my story. When I started, people told me, everybody I told what I wanted to do told me it, well, it couldn't happen. Every Even when I was ago, even then when I expressed what I wanted to do, people told me, you can't do that. You want to talk to people, empower them, create digital courses, and then use art at the same time, integrate film, do spoken word poetry, and travel the world. Nobody does that. You can't do that. And then I stopped listening to people. And I said, forget what people are used to. I need to arrive in my best self. So I started going live on Instagram. 
And I felt so dumb doing that. But I started going live on Instagram every single day. And then I said, this does not work. I'm not using this anymore. And a woman in London said, where are you? It's 2 a.m. in England. I'm up. Are you coming on? So I decided to come on just for her. Right. And I and then I started showing up every day. And to make a very long story short, 12, 23 women started to follow and they dared me to have a conference. We had a conference where they all came in to Boston from planes and trains and everything. And you could not have told me that could have been possible with Instagram. And then fast forward many, many years later, we have a tribe that consists of over 12,000 people across all different types of platforms. So I'm just sharing that with you to say, I remember the day when I had $100 on my dashboard and I said, I'm going to, doesn't matter what check I receive, $50, $125, i am going to take photos of myself every single time someone invests in my company, and I am going to continue to press forward. So somebody put in the chat box, press forward, press forward. This is just brought to you by Turning On The Lights Global Institute, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Alana DeGrasse here, back from that clip. Look, that was an amazing time that we had. We were just coming out of the pandemic and we were inspiring new entrepreneurs to keep plugging through with their dreams and goals. And even still, as we are out of the pandemic, I want to remind you to realize it will be essential that you give yourself permission to take a break ponder, reflect, and look at how you are still standing despite all that has gone on during the pandemic. And no matter where you are in the barometer of entrepreneurship, I want you to lead an exciting and vibrant existence, life. Upgrade your life, upgrade your business, upgrade your opportunities. Never again tell yourself, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not the one to, who's supposed to have this dream or this idea is stupid, or I'm dumb, you've got to truly change how you see and view yourself. And once you do that, you are going to grow. You're going to transform your experience. You're going to see things in color. You might lose some relationships, but you're going to gain a whole bunch of new, warm, welcoming friendships and relationships. And truly, as Harvard researched, they looked at aging and they saw that those who spent time connecting and relating with others and finding ways to have vibrancy were able to elongate their lives. So I hope that this podcast was a little different, a little longer than normal, but that you were able to glean something from it. Make sure you go follow us at tolgispark.com. Now, starting in June, we will be doing something live on our Instagram feed at Dr. D inspire with a Y, which is where it's part of the do it yourself month for marketing and entrepreneurship. So come join us during the DIY challenge and you simply will log on to Instagram and you will see me there going live at 6 50 PM and just connecting and giving you little nuggets of wisdom as to how you can grow your business, especially if you're doing it from a bootstrap stage. That's it for me. Thank you for tuning in. Dr. D here. Have a wonderful day.